Bienvenidos. Welcome to Atrévete Now con JB. I Dare You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Suleika, also known as Jelly Bean. I want to thank everyone who is listening and also provide a quick reminder. This podcast provides informational content, support, and community perspective on mental health from a Bronx native lens. It is not a replacement for professional mental health treatment or services. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance, please seek guidance from a qualified mental health professional or an appropriate healthcare service provider. Now, to today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Bronx roots. That's right, you heard it from me. We're going to talk about how we navigating the mental health journeys through a Bronx native lens. Now, even if you're not from the Bronx, it doesn't mean that this podcast is not for you. It is most definitely something that you can listen to, share with a friend, or just have your own little feedback on what the conversation should be at the table. I no longer want to fight to sit at a table to be seen or heard. I am creating the table, and you're welcome to join me as we embark into this journey together. Now, let's talk about it. Growing up in the Bronx significantly influenced my view on mental health by exposing me to the resiliencies of the community, witnessing both challenges and triumphs in front of me, which shaped my perspective, emphasizing the importance of understanding and supporting mental well-being. Believe it or not, my journey into social work was not an easy one, but it was definitely sparked by a desire to make a positive impact on others to make a space available with someone who is relatable, represented the community, and also looked like me. It's not easy every day to talk about the experiences and the vulnerabilities you encounter. You are a person. You are a human. And nonetheless, the person you're sharing your story with is also a human. <laughs> There's margin for error. But what person who doesn't belong or is part of our community would understand that. So I wanted to be that change. I wanted to be that person that looked, resembled, and gave you a little sasson, spice it up, little jazz, little finesse in what I do in my psychotherapy office, what I do with my scholars, what I do around the community. It's a reminder that just because I am a professional doesn't mean that I forget where I come from, doesn't mean that I forget my roots, and absolutely does not mean I forget I'm a Bronx native at heart. Music, basically music, has been something that is very powerful to me as something chaotic and actually therapeutic. You know, over the years, I've detested music. The louder it got, the more of a trigger it became. But with therapy and with looking at things from a different lens, 
I've learned to see how powerful music is. And in the Bronx, well, it was a universal language for expressing emotions. From hip-hop to salsa to diverse genres providing a unique space for individuals to connect, heal, and to find solace. It was indeed in the heart of music and profound lyrics that I found myself loving the heart of the Bronx even more as an adult. You know, we talk about music, we talk about family, we talk about the unique ways of getting into this field of social work. Mental health still is unfortunately stigmatized in our community. But I'm here to tell you, one of the crucial ways of breaking it down is having these open conversations. It's hard, I know. I bet say even in Spanish, it could come out very difficult because do they understand you? Are they gonna yell at you? Will they judge you? Will they call you la loca, the crazy one? Or the overly dramatic, overly sensitive? Listen, man, I've worked very hard throughout these years to be able to have open conversations in spaces where I was shut down. Of course, my culture plays a factor, <laughs> rooted in Central America, Honduras. Things aren't always, you know, very transparent. However, I've learned to use it as a strength. The lack of transparency became my strength in being more transparent in who I was to whomever came around my space. Now, culture factors deeply influence these discussions and understanding and addressing misconceptions are vital steps towards fostering a more supportive community. So I encourage you, I encourage you to go into those gatherings, set your boundaries and have those conversations. Remember, they're not easy and you're not meant to prove a point. You're just meant to be heard and share a narrative that is true to you. That's what matters, your truth. Because sometimes improving those wrong, we forget that the first thing we wanted to do was just to be heard. Resiliency in the Bronx is something that's embodied in stories of triumph over adversity. The tight-knit support networks, the culture of pride, and a collective strength play pivotal roles in shaping individuals' resiliency within the community. Yet we separate ourselves every time when we shy away from the truth and the reality of all the generational trauma we've experienced over and over. I know that we can do it, not because we're just the Bronx, but because we hold a very dear space to music, to culture, to sports, you name it. We did it. We are the central space of migration. And why not? We have the sound. We have the spices. We have the sense. We have everything. But can you find a mental health resource across the street? Probably. But have you stopped to see the hard work that these community centers to grassroots initiatives have done to get us the support that we need. Accessing these resources involves community engagement, 
and a proactive approach to ensuring everyone can benefit from the available support. But if you're not speaking and you're not advocating and you're not showing up, then who's the one showing us the support? I'm tired of seeing people who don't represent me, my peers, my neighborhood, trying to tell me and sell me a dream that fits their narrative versus our own experience. Healing spaces in the Bronx can be found in community centers, the Bronx, parks, the cultural hubs. Transforming public spaces into areas of mental wellness, it requires a collective effort and understanding of what the community needs. I'm tired of people saying, I just see trash, or I just see drugs, or I don't see nothing else but cops. But hey, did you stop, look above you, and watch the leaves fall from that tree on your block this past winter? Sometimes it just takes a minute. I mean, cliche, stop and smell the roses, but in this case, stop on your block. on a plot of dirt and uh, see if the tree lost a few leaves here and there this past season. One thing I will say is there has been some improvement. So from what I've seen, advocating has definitely improved mental health services in the Bronx involving us collaborating together. Hello, (laughs) South Bronx native. Uh, Engaging with policymakers and creating awareness on healthy eating endorsing and supporting migrant workers into our home and neighborhoods and finding the value of maintaining the hard labor and the hard work that we do every day. Raising awareness, sharing personal narratives, and prioritizing mental health in local policings and policies, we can contribute to positive change. Yeah local policing. I mentioned that. I honestly think that we need to have a space for encouraging learning and awareness and empathy, strategizing and reducing the amount of pain, the amount of losses, and the amount of war we experience in our neighborhood every day. Not a big fan, but it doesn't mean that I don't want us to coexist in the same space. It's something that's tricky, and maybe someone in our future session in a little episode of a podcast can kind of change my mind. But for now, I want to prioritize sharing our voice, our narrative, and speaking up. Cultural diversity in the Bronx significantly influences mental health practices. Recognizing and embracing cultural traditions foster a more inclusive, effective approach to mental health support. I encourage you to be mindful. I encourage you to incorporate mindfulness every day of our lives, especially to continue to build the mental resilience in the Bronx. Balancing individuals and collective mindfulness can enhance overall well-being, contributing to a more mindful and connected community. Don't shut them up. Don't shy away. Just open the door and allow for someone to pull up a seat, a crate, 
or sit on your steps to have open conversations about mental health. Be the leader to be led, but be the learner to continue learning about the things we wish to unfold. Your host, Suleika Jellybean. Atrévete now con JB I Dare You Podcast.